Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Today is Friday Eve, or Thursday, if you want to get technical with it, and that means that yet again you have made it through almost another week, and I am so proud of you for doing that and making it this far. Now today, I'm not going to waste much time just chit-chatting and sharing my usual thoughts because I have a very fun interview today, as per usual. It's Thursday, and that means it's time for Tips of the Trade with Tapioca, and today, Tapioca is looking at maybe moving out to L.A., all to pursue her career in acting as a theater cat. Now, this does mean that in this world, I will be forced to move to LA along with her because, well, I can't leave her alone, and you can't have a little kitty all alone in the big city now, can you? So here today in my Zoom studio, it's Emma, here to teach us a thing or two about going out to LA. Take it away in the studio, Peyton. Thanks, Peyton. I'm once again here in my Zoom studio with my LA correspondent, who lives in LA, it's Emma. Hi guys. So today we're going to be talking about uh, living in LA, which I would assume you would be an expert in considering that you live in LA. How many times can I say that? Now, how long have you been out living in LA? It will be a year come July. So in about a month, I'll be out here for a year. So how did you sort of get set up? You know, how'd you get your, your roots put down when you moved out there? Well, actually, it's a bit stressful. Um, I'm not sure. I've never apartment hunted anywhere else but LA. My first apartment was here. But in Los Angeles, you basically contact the person about the apartment, see the apartment, and rent or buy the apartment in like one or two days. Oh, And if you contact them like a couple weeks prior, they're like, oh, can you come tomorrow? And for me, I was living in Minnesota. I was like, no. They're like, oh, okay. Well, when you get out here, you can come see it and we can move forward. So I actually got my apartment within like three days of arriving in LA. I came to LA without one and then I found it within three, four days. Oh, that's a quick turnaround. Yeah, really. How does LA compare to other big cities like uh, Twin Cities, Chicago? Those are the only cities I know. (laughs) Well, it's a lot more spread out probably than both of those. LA spans, I think, like 26 miles from like the valley over to the beach. I could be wrong about that, but I think that's right. Anyway, it's um, pretty widespread. A lot of the buildings are low to the ground because we get earthquakes. So we have a lot of sturdy low to the ground buildings. Whereas I think like Chicago and Minneapolis and for sure New York have a lot more skyscrapers and taller buildings, which allows them to be more condensed. Mm -hmm. LA also is one of the few cities that doesn't have really a fantastic like subway system or underground Mm -hmm. or any kind of metro. We do have a metro, but, and we have a busing system, but it's not as extensive or as popularly used as like New York or even like the L in Chicago or that kind of thing. So there's a lot more driving because of that. And most everyone has a car out here. Like I feel like in most cities, a lot of people are like, we don't need a car. I'll just walk to the subway station and we're good to go. But you you basically, some people Uber and bus, but that's usually most people, as soon as they can afford it, they have a car. Gas prices high then or are they pretty good? They're ridiculous. Um, well, if you compare, I've gotten used to them now, but if you compare them to like Minnesota prices, it hurts a little bit. I and mean, it's probably double. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what other expenses are you, you know, experiencing besides high gas prices? Well, rent is quite a bit more expensive. I mean, I, I'm not sure actually. I could be wrong, but I think it's more expensive it than the city. Is. 
It's interesting. It's actually so much cheaper to live in like a two bedroom with two people rather than like a one bedroom or one with one person or even a studio with one person. Mm-hmm. Like something like there's such a gap in like a one bedroom is like almost as expensive as a two bedroom. And it's really weird. Huh. Doesn't make any sense. Roommates are definitely a must. There's a lot of stories about like you hear them a lot in Los Angeles, like five girls living in one like two bedroom just because rent is expensive. Coffee is more expensive out here. I think like a small coffee out here is usually like at a non-chain at like a local place is like seven, six or seven bucks. So you're plus if you add on tip, you're usually paying ten, twelve, thirteen dollars for your drink. <laughs> I would die. I it's so disheartening to count up how much coffee you've had in a year and realize you've spent hundreds of dollars on it. We're like, why? I think, well, besides from the fact, like, I think in Chicago, like, non-chain coffees would be, like, four bucks max, maybe five. And there's some places here like that, but definitely some are, like, it depends on where you go, 100%. But I think part of it is because rent is so much more expensive, they have to hike up their drink cost. I don't know. But I have noticed generally things like boutique things like coffee and clothes are a little more expensive out here. Now, question. This is important for me as a city, city looker. What is your main coffee chain? Because in Chicago, it's Dunkin' Donuts, and we have Happy Hour oh. Coffee's a Buckaroo. That's amazing. I miss Dunkin' Donuts. I, like, the East has, I'm pretty sure East Coast has a lot of Dunkin' Donuts, too. We, you know, we're big on, like, coffee bean, Pete's mm. Coffee, uh, yep. Phil's Coffee is a Western chain. Mm-hmm. Phil's Coffee is really good. And then, of course, Starbucks. Oh, yeah. And then there's, like, a bunch of cute little boutique ones. But, um, yeah, probably, like, Phil's, Pete's, and Coffee Bean are something that you don't see maybe back home. Yeah, no, we have one Pete's in Chicago, and they're expensive and they're right next to a Dunkin Donuts so if I'm like uh, I just go to the Dunkin Donuts and I explosion. agree so now what would you say are things to sort of keep in mind when you first move out or are considering moving out I would definitely suggest having a really healthy savings when you come out here this is specifically for actors but the number one thing I've heard I heard before moving out here and I hear now that I'm here mm-hmm. is you need to be financially stable before you can really pursue what you came out there to do. And so it's like, if you, they suggest having at least five grand to come out here, mm-hmm. I would say 10 grand will keep you less stressed because stuff is expensive out here. It goes really fast. Roommates, I've noticed at least, you know, they kind of come and go quickly and people have a lot of different projects and areas they're working in, which means that they can leave very quickly and come back very quickly. So sometimes, you know, you might get in a situation where, you know, you unexpectedly, all your roommates went home and so you want to stay there, but now you're in a two bedroom and you have to find like a one bedroom, but that's more expensive. And there's a lot of fluidity that having a little extra change in your savings account can help get you through. And if you don't have that, you know, you obviously feel the stress of of those situations a lot more. So I would say uh, really good savings. It's going to cost more than you think it is. (laughs) Like I remember budgeting. I'd like budget out how much it was going to cost me to move. And I think it was like at least a grand more than what I budgeted. Definitely healthy savings account will really help you out. And it's so much easier to earn money when cost of living is less expensive. Like a serving job in the Twin Cities will get you so much more money when you compare that to the rent you're paying than rather than like a serving job in LA when you're going home to really exorbitant rent. Yeah. Like earning money in a cheaper place 
makes it a lot you earn money faster because you have less expenses. Save up and make sure like LA can be kind of a lonely city. So make sure like if you're an actor, get into an acting class right away. Take an improv class, if nothing else, to make friends, to have human contact. The first month I was in LA, I was I didn't see anyone. Mm-hmm. I like I went to an improv class, but that was it. Ever, like otherwise, I didn't have human interaction. And but the improv class really helped because it was like enough people contact to not feel really, really lonely. So definitely find your clan as quickly as possible. And if possible, find people before you even move out. There's a lot of like Facebook groups you can go on that will help you find roommates and help you meet people. And there's acting classes you can take, especially now with everyone at home. A lot of acting classes are online. So you could even jump into an online class now, get to know people through Zoom. And then when you move out there, you already have sort of a group that you know and respect. So definitely find your people. As soon as you find your people, it's great out here. Before you find your people, it's really hard. You want to find your your people. How do you stay away from people you don't want to find? How do you stay safe in LA? That's my question. It's a lot like any other city and a lot like any other job. There's people that, you know, kind of give you the creeps and there's people that are really kind to you because they're just kind. And it's always tricky navigating that. You're always going to make mistakes, but essentially, you know, trust your gut, be cautious. There's a lot of times where, you know, like I, especially as an actor, there's some really sketchy non-union auditions. And sometimes you just, you like take a friend, take someone, you know, text them. Like I, sometimes I used to text my mom, my location, even though she was in the Twin Cities, I'd be like, Hey, if I don't respond to you in like two hours, maybe be a little concerned. So like there's certain precautions you can take if you're walking into a situation that you don't know how it will turn out. Definitely let someone know. And, And then for the most part, like that going back to finding your people, they support you. So if there's people in LA who know you exist and something goes wrong, they're there to support you. And then the same thing, if someone tries to take advantage of you, they're there to tell you that's not okay and help you. So definitely finding your support system is a must. And then um, just be aware of scams. I know for an actor, there's a lot of people, if like an agency wants to take your money, they're fraudulent. They, like an agency makes money because they get you work. So if they are like, hey, you know what? We just love you, but um, we're going to put you in some acting classes and we're going to do this and um, and it's all going to go into our agency, that money you send us for the acting classes and the headshots. Not to a headshot photographer, not to an acting teacher, to the agency. Then that's a red flag. And you're like, that's, no, you you make money because I make money is how agents are supposed to work. That, But that's very different from them saying, hey, we really like you, we're going to sign you. I think you should take an acting class. I have five teachers that I really like. That's a different thing because that's just giving them you advice. Mm-hmm. Also, if someone makes you, wants you to sign a contract within 24 hours and they don't give you a week to think about it, or if they say, no, you have to sign it right here, or the deal's off, don't sign it. It's a scam. They don't want you to look through the contract because they're saying they own you. That's why they want you to sign it right away, feel pressured because every actor wants an agent, and then you sign away your rights and you can get in some really sticky situations. So definitely take time to look over contracts. If you have a friend who you trust or like a parent that you value their input, send them your contract or an acting teacher, send it to them. Be like, hey, I don't know as much about contracts. This looks good to me. What do you think? And then they can be like, yep, that's standard. You're good to go. Or they can be like, oh, that's really sketchy. So having like a professional that you trust to kind of look out for you because they've been there is really helpful. And then little things you learn in the area. Some areas are a little scarier than others. I mean, there's a a lot more homeless people in LA, but that doesn't necessarily make the area scary. It just makes it more downtrodden. And you know that, you know, I I think people have a connotation that a lot of homeless people are dangerous and they're really not. They're just hard on their luck. So it's like, don't be stupid. Don't, you know, 
antagonize them, but ultimately like put on a bold face, walk with a purpose and don't wear a ponytail. Yeah. But honestly, it's a lot like any other city. It's just like use your common sense, use street smarts, have someone on the phone ready to call. I just think LA gets such a bad rap in comparison to like other cities, which is strange. It is interesting. I think it's like there's so much swarminess that has gone on in Hollywood. I think people associate the Hollywood upper crest people with the like poorer socioeconomic class people who might be maybe getting desperate or have that impression. And so I think people like mix them and they're like, it's so much worse. And it's like, well, I don't know. You have like the New York elite and the corporation that are like corporate heads that are evil. And, you know, I don't know. There's, there's cities have everyone. They have the nicest people and the worst people. You know, same applies. Just like street smarts. Street smarts. Street smarts. Yes, John Mulaney. (laughs) Yeah. Just be smart about it. Do you have any other general L.A. survival tips to throw out to the up-and-coming L.A. actor or L.A. business associate? I would say make sure you love the city. Make sure, like, it makes you smile. There's a lot of, like, rude drivers and crazy things that happen and fires all the time. Mm -hmm. So just, like, make sure that when you see the city, you really are excited to be there. Um, Because if you're not, there's other places. If you're an actor, there's certainly other places you can go. You can go to Atlanta, New York, Chicago. All of those are great hubs. You know, so like there's other cities that if this one doesn't vibe with you, don't stay here. So I I really think, and if you love LA, then everything will become funnier. Although like negatives, you can suddenly get through with a brighter face. (laughs) So make sure you love it. And if you don't, you don't have to give up on your dreams because you leave LA. And that's the other thing. Um, People seem to think like once they leave LA, they're done. Like they gave up, they quit. Oh no, I failed. And sometimes it's like, no, you just, LA wasn't it for you or you need to earn more money or the timing was wrong. It's like not necessarily walking away from LA is not a failure. Where can we find your stuff, Emma? Oh, okay. Well, always you can look at www.themillions.com. You'll find all of my business stuff there, editing, reels, any sort of work I could do for you on a production side, you'll find there. And then you can find all my acting work at emmahaleen.org. It has all my stuff on it. And then my Instagram is Emma the Million. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here again. You again, Peyton. It's always good to see you. Fantastic. And we're back. Emma gave a lot of fantastic information as always. So please go ahead and check out all of her stuff if you're interested in learning more about her or taking her up on some of her editing services, which are phenomenal, by the way. But I hope you learned a thing or two about maybe going out to LA if you were thinking about it for either pursuing a career in acting or the other things that LA people can do. I really only know it for acting, but I'm pretty sure you can do just about anything in LA. But here's another tidbit of LA advice. Buy a Segway. Wow. Funny how I said Segway because this is a Segway. I'm hopping on a Segway. Just wanted to tell you that if you have any questions for me about anything, you can ask them because I will be answering questions tomorrow for my Ask Peyton segment. I know that was a very cheesy way of getting onto this subject, but I just couldn't think of another way, so making a Segway joke it is. Anyway, if you have questions you want to ask me about maybe how terrible that joke was and how I should probably come up with other things and asking those in question format, those can be directed at Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N, at storyarkark.org. I'll be more than happy to address those concerns tomorrow on Friday. But that'll have to do it for today. I'm so sorry you don't get to hear any more cheesy segue jokes. I don't have any more. But I hope you will return tomorrow even with those jokes in mind. 
So this has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you stay safe out there. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out. Mm-hmm.